Hey there, welcome to the Friday edition of Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. It is Friday, August the 27th. Today's message is, if you listen to yesterday's show, today's message is going to sound familiar. Once again, Jesus is reminding us in the gospel from today's Daily Mass that time is short. Time is short and that we need to do something, you know, and that's, well, we talked about this yesterday and I think I want to explore this a little bit more today. This, I feel, is really a good news message and it's good news in the sense that, well, he's telling us in advance what needs to get done. What if he chose not to tell us? Right. So in a way, it's 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 sort of a it can be an unsettling message, meaning that we have some work to do. You know, there's a there's a bit of a challenge there for sure. But at the same time, he's reminding us that we have time in the present to get the work done. So we'll talk about that on the program today. I'm really glad you're here with me as we bring this week to a close, the week of uh, another week of following the truth. I had a sort of an easy week this uh, this week. I only did two shows, but next week, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we're going to do five shows. So I, you know, I always leave it in the Lord's hands. If He wants me to do it, then then that's what we'll do. So that's the the current plan. I hope you're going to be able to join me, not just for the remainder of this show, but for next week as well. Why don't we do what we do at the beginning of every program? Let's turn to our Father in heaven. Let's turn to him and lift our voices in prayer. All right, let's go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, it's so great to be with you once again. It's so great to have this opportunity to come on the air and share the good news. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Father, I ask you to to accept all of our intentions today. Please accept them and handle them in the best way possible. Father, I also ask that you will help anyone who has asked for our prayers. We especially pray for those individuals who might be in harm's way due to the weather conditions, the the, the hurricane that's headed toward the Louisiana coast, uh, also the, the folks in Afghanistan who are facing a lot of dangers. There's certainly a lot of... Uh, uh, hot spots in, in, in the country, in the world, really, right now, where people need your protection, Father. So we lift them up and we ask you to to watch over them and provide for them and keep them safe. I also pray, Father, for uh, a new outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Please come and fill me with your Spirit so that I can deliver the message that you have for us today. Father, I also ask that you open all of our minds and all of our hearts so that we are receptive to your words. I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know what's strange? Sometimes it it boggles my mind that I am talking to God, the creator of the universe. You know, I, I don't I don't see him. I don't necessarily hear anything back, but I know through faith that he hears me and that I am speaking with him. That's that, that's one of those mind-boggling things that I, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to. But what a privilege it is for us to be able to speak with God from wherever we are. Um, my name is Gary Zimmick. You're listening to Following the Truth. I, I want to let you know that especially if you are 
in Louisiana, in that in that general vicinity, know that that I am praying for you, and I encourage anybody who is listening to this program to pray for the the folks in the in the path of the hurricane. Hurricane, not just Louisiana, but anywhere where it may strike. Um, that's uh, that's not a good feeling. I was uh, earlier today. I was uh, appearing. I do a monthly segment on Catholic Community Radio uh, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I was talking about. You know, normally somebody somebody from New Jersey, from southern New Jersey, wouldn't know what it's like to be in, in, the, in the path of a hurricane. But that happened to us a few years ago. We were spared any, where I live, we were spared any, any real damage. But there was a chance, a very good chance, that the hurricane was not just going to affect the coast, but was going to affect, uh, affect those, uh, those people like me who are inland as well. So it was... It was a very scary time. I, I remember it. I didn't like it. It was a sort of a helpless feeling, something I, I definitely did not enjoy. But I understand the helplessness that that we encounter, that we experience when we're we're waiting for a potential natural disaster to hit. So, again, if you are in the Louisiana area, know that I am praying for you, praying for your safety, and praying that you will have peace in the midst of literally the storm. Uh, really glad to be on the, on the program with you today talking about the Lord. Again, my name is Gary Zimek. You are listening to Following the Truth. If you want to find out more information about the work that I do, please visit my website, followingthetruth.com. Earlier today, I, I, I booked another talk. I'm still booking some talks for 2021, which is amazing. This almost never happens. Normally, you're we're well into the next year, but since things were so unsettled earlier or earlier this year, a few parishes are just getting around to booking talks for this year. So um, if you would like to bring me in to speak at your church or your conference, I invite you to visit my website, followingthetruth.com. I believe I still have some openings for Lent of next year, as well as earlier in 2022 or, or later as well. But if you have a date for 2021, don't hesitate to contact me. We'll try to get that going. Uh, if we, if we, if we can, um, at any rate, just let me know, visit my website at followingthetruth.com and we'll talk about it. All right. So this message again, I'm going to read the gospel to you today. And once again, Jesus is saying, you do not know the day nor the hour, stay awake. And and here's the thing. I'm not going to, we don't do a program over the weekend, but in tomorrow's daily mass in the gospel, the same thing. He's going to reiterate again, and these are all different parables. He's just not repeating the same message, but rather he is uh, he is reemphasizing with different parables the fact that we shouldn't count our chickens before they're hatched. If you want to use a an old cliche, we can't anticipate that we're going to know exactly when our time on this earth is up. However it happens, whether the Lord comes again in glory or we die first, whatever whatever it is, our lives on earth are going to come to an end. And we have been given this time to live a life of holiness. That's what the Lord expects of us. And that's what we're going to hear in the first reading from today's Daily Mass. He expects us to be holy, to be free from immorality. And the only way that is really possible for an extended period of time, time is with the help of the Holy Spirit, which he gives us. 
You know, so he wants us to get this message. And, you know, we talk about is this good news, is this bad news? I really do believe it's good news because of the fact that he's warning us in advance. You know, I liken it to hearing a, and, and I'm not a big fan of, um, I think sometimes the media overhypes weather problems, upcoming storms. But as in the case of this hurricane, there are times when we need to know that we should be evacuating. The little advanced knowledge is a good thing sometimes. Whether it's hyped or not, I mean, that's open to debate, but I do think we need to know in advance that there could be a potential problem. I don't like these advance uh, warnings of upcoming or you know approaching storms, but, but they're necessary. And I, I think that's what Jesus is doing here. You'll see it in the gospel today where he reminds us, you know, there, there is going to be a judgment. But, but the good news is that if you just listen to him, you know, it's funny. It's a scary message. And, and I think we spend a lot of time in life in denial, in denial of the fact that we're all going to die one day and that there will be a judgment. Be, because, I, as I mentioned on the show yesterday, it's not something that you can really think about all the time without it driving you crazy. If you thought about it all the time, it is ultimately going to drive you uh, bonkers. So there are times when we have to just go out, leave the house, get in the car, and not constantly think every minute, what happens if I get in an accident? What if I die? What if I, you know, what if something something goes wrong? If we think like that constantly, we're never going to enjoy anything. So in life, there is the necessity to live in some sort of denial without completely forgetting about the fact that we will all be judged one day and that this life is temporary. So so we should live accordingly because everything in us, especially with our fallen human nature, everything in us focuses on what we can see. You know, and if and we, we, we have this tendency to put a, a lot of faith and a lot of hope in what's temporary. And as children of God, who are not really in our final destination, our final home. Again, but that's hard to picture because none of us have been there. None of us know what heaven is really like. And until until we actually experience it, we can't really fully appreciate what heaven is like. So, so we do focus and maybe sometimes put too much faith or take too much security in the temporary things of the world. But it's it's challenging to change the way we think and to, to refocus our thoughts on the eternal. And and by by giving us these warnings or these uh, yeah, I guess you could call them warnings, by giving us these warnings, Jesus is saying, Look guys, this is temporary. Don't forget about heaven, because that's where you want to make sure you end up. So with that in mind, let's look at this gospel. I'll start with the gospel, then I'll back up and do the and do the first reading. The gospel is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. And, and remember that if you follow along with the readings in tomorrow's Daily Mass, you're going to hear another reminder about the judgment. Jesus does not want us to be unprepared. He wants us to be ready. And, and really, we have every ability, we have every capability, whatever the word, whatever word you want to use, to be ready, to be prepared, so that this day, whenever it comes, doesn't catch us by surprise, 
because of the fact that we are always ready. So it's Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and they trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. When they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the, neither the day nor the hour. This story, because we, you know, we live in the live thousands of years removed from when this was first told. The, the customs are different, and the idea of the virgins and the bridegroom and the lamps, it's somewhat foreign. But if if we look at this, um, and, and look at the words of Jesus, he pretty much is giving us a reminder of the importance of being prepared. You know, we know, and, and as in this case, the bridegroom is coming. So there is there is an event taking place that we know is going to happen. And that, for us, is our judgment. Again, either at the end of the world, when the Lord comes in glory, or when we die. We will be judged based upon how we lived our lives. I mean, that's there's no secret about that. Um, knowing that, I think is a good thing. You, you know, here's we talk a lot on this program about avoiding worry. And I talk a lot about that in my ministry. One of the things that causes us to worry is trying to control the uncontrollable, right? Because we can't control certain things in life. Typically, worry results from the fear that comes from trying to control the uncontrollable. You know, when whether you're talking about weather or the end of our lives or whether I'm going to get sick or not, there are so many things or how what what's going to happen with COVID. So many things in life are beyond our control. When I try to control those uncontrollable things, I get stressed out and I worry. And what Jesus is telling us here is reminding us that, yes, this event will occur. We will be judged. Now, if we spin our wheels and waste our time thinking that it's not fair, I don't want to be judged, I don't like this, that's not going to change the fact that at the end of our lives, we're going to be judged. And and as a result, the more we question, the more we complain. And I'm not saying I never do this. Or I have never done this, because I have. But the more we do it, the more we try to fight against something that's inevitable, such as death, such as judgment. 
the more frustrated we're going to become and the more worried we can easily be. On the other hand, even if we don't love the idea, if we accept it and say that, okay, a loving God is allowing this to happen, the fact that we will be judged, I'll accept that because I can't change it, okay? And then I listen to Jesus and he's telling me what I need to do. Essentially, repent from any sin that I commit and surrender my life to him and follow him. He's telling me it's going to come to an end and you will be judged, but here's how to emerge from that judgment in a favorable manner and make it to heaven. This is what you need to do. And if I, rather than complain or rather than try to wish it didn't, it wasn't that way, if I just go along with what he says and cooperate with the grace given to me by his Holy Spirit, I mean, he gives me the Holy Spirit on my own. I would not be able to do this, but through the power given to me by the Holy Spirit, it becomes possible. If I would just cooperate, things are going to go a lot better. And I'm not going to be stressed out. And really, that's what this is all about. Stay awake. You don't know the day or the hour. So be prepared every day. Which is essentially, when we look at the first reading from today's Daily Mass, that's God's will for us, to be holy. Let's take a look at that first reading now. And uh, and hopefully you'll see how this falls into place. It comes from St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Chapter 4, verses 1 to 8. Uh, now, just so you know, we're in a period right now in the in ordinary time where the first reading is not coming from the Old Testament. It's coming from the New Testament. That does happen sometimes. For the most part, we have the first reading being taken from the Old Testament, but not always. So we are in, in the New Testament, St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Brothers and sisters... We earnestly ask and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us how you should conduct yourselves to please God, and as you are conducting yourselves, you do so even more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. You know, Paul's reiterating the fact that the Lord has passed on certain guidelines for living, which Paul is sharing. Paul's essentially sharing the gospel. Listen to this. This is the will of God, your holiness, that you refrain from immorality, that each of you know how to acquire a wife for himself in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion, as do the Gentiles who do not know God, not to take advantage of or exploit a brother or sister in this matter, For the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you before, and solemnly affirmed. For God did not call us to impurity, but holiness, but to holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not a human being, but God, who also gives his Holy Spirit to you. So, what Paul is saying is that God has desired, his desire, his will for us, is for us to be holy just like Jesus is holy. But on our own, we can't do that. But we have been given the Holy Spirit. So really, we have what we need. You know, uh, sometimes we think, well, God's being unfair. He's calling me to this, this high level of holiness, and he is. And it's unattainable because we have a fallen human nature. Well, yeah, it might be. 
But that's why he sends us the Holy Spirit. So through the Holy Spirit, we can allow ourselves to be transformed into the image of Jesus. Yes, on our own, we might not be able to do it. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, it becomes doable. What we need to do is listen, is pay attention. And this is why, you know, Jesus wants to make sure. And these these parables that he's talking about, these all, all regarding judgment, they are all occurring just before he was handed over to the authorities and crucified. So we're, we're at a critical point in his ministry. He wants to make sure that his followers, and that's us, are aware of what's expected of us and the stakes. You know, this is not anything you want to, you, you don't want to be unprepared for your judgment. But at the same time, you don't want to dwell on it excessively. It, it's good news. Because if you're always doing what the Lord wants you to do, you have nothing to worry about. You'll make it to heaven. And when you do mess up, as I do constantly, it's a good thing that the church gives us the sacrament of reconciliation. So we have the ability to turn back to the Lord, to allow Jesus to absolve us of our sins, and the slate gets wiped clean, and we're back on track again. You know, so it's not like there is, we, we only have one chance to get this right. We don't. We have multiple chances. And if we mess up, we have the opportunity to, to seek forgiveness and to be restored to the, the state of grace, where, which is going to allow us to get to heaven. So it really is a matter of, do we want to do, do we, do we want to listen to Jesus and do it his way? Or do we want to do it our way? Um, you know, it's, I, there's not too much more to say about that other than it makes a lot of sense to do it his way. And if we do that, we're going to be in good shape, okay? Now, I, look, I know this is not a fun topic, but I think it's a necessary one. I think it's something that we should take seriously. I think when we, we, we um, sometimes, we sometimes will stress out about making it to heaven, we think we're not good enough. And I don't really believe the Lord wants us to think that way. He wants us to be motivated. He wants us to take it seriously. But you and I, we have everything we need to become saints in heaven. We do. So I would encourage you, if you've got something, now this is fr- you know, this is the Friday program at many, many churches, at most churches. The sacrament of confession will be offered tomorrow on Saturday. I would encourage you to go, especially if it's been a long time. Because these these unconfessed sins, they have a way of really weighing us down and really taking away our peace. And there's no reason for it. It's like not going to the doctor when we're sick. It, it really doesn't make sense. So I would really encourage you to do that. Just Just get this... Get, get it off your chest, especially if it's been a long time, and allow yourself to, to start over. And as long as we keep doing that, trying our best, cooperating with the Holy Spirit, 
asking for forgiveness when we mess up. As long as we do that, we're going to have no problem on the day of our judgment. And, and, and really, that it doesn't get much better than that. So, I, again, I know these are tough topics, and I've, if you have questions, you can always email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. I would love to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to keep praying for you. Please pray for me, because there are things that I might not want to clean up in my life that I, I realize that I have to. You know, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes our pride gets in the way. Sometimes we're not really sure what we should do. Am I doing the right thing? You know, sometimes it's clear cut. Sometimes it's a little less clear cut. But I would say stay close to Jesus. Try to receive him in the Eucharist as often as you can. And and that, that will help you to stay on the right path. Uh, I do want to thank you for listening to the program today. And I want to remind you that we'll be back here on Monday, God willing, for another week of Following the Truth. I also want to invite you to visit my website, followingthetruth.com. And, um, you know, I, I still could use some additional donations to keep me going for the summer. If you're able to do that, or if you can become a monthly sponsor, it would really help me. You could do that by visiting followingthetruth.com and clicking on Donate, and then you can securely through PayPal support my ministry. So if you're able to do that, I would appreciate it. Always know that you are in my prayers. I mean, every day I do pray for you, and I, I thank God for you. I really do. It's so great that we can hang out together and share the good news. And uh, I really do look forward to doing this show for many years to come. It all depends. If the Lord's going to let me do it, I will, I will be here. I will be try to, my best to be faithful to Him and, and to you because I want to do my best to share the good news with as many people as possible while I can do it because I realize that everything comes to an end and I want to make sure that I am faithful in carrying out, carrying out my mission. And you really help me with your prayers and Obviously, your donations help me go keep going financially, but uh, your your good wishes and your 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 emails with positive comments very much help me too. All right, so so that's about it. Just a reminder: if you want to get an insight into the Sunday Mass readings, check out my weekly podcast, which is named the Gary Zimak Show. That's available where wherever you found this podcast. It's available at all the traditional podcast sources. It's called The Gary Zimak Show, and I do that once each week, 30 minutes, similar format to this show, and I and I look at the, the Sunday Mass readings. Um, so that's about it for now. Thank you again for listening to the program. Again, please keep me in your prayers, because I really need them. It's, it, it gets tough sometimes. I'm, I tend to be prone to discouragement. Those in ministry really understand what that's all about. It's, 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 sometimes it's tough doing the Lord's work because we get all kinds of crazy ideas that, that the devil plants in our heads, you know, because he doesn't want us to do what we're doing. But your prayers are very much appreciated. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. God willing, I look forward to joining you on Monday for a new week and a new edition of Following the Truth. God bless you.